I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Possible, always with the brother with the same mother, Air Potts, Super Hot Potts, and you're watching and listening to your favorite two black runners that come at you every single two black. Two. go in on that one just because we missed y'all we missed y'all the past two You're weeks for it's been a crazy Lose. time like recovering Lose. from pre-fun recovering from pre-fontaine there's a lot going on and it, it is the off season you know a lot of track season a lot of track people just went into their off season I think and it was just your birthday bro we have to celebrate you for a sec that's true man september 12th was the birthday 27 you know bless you know just bless, up. bless to see another year man bless to see another me. year and we hey you beat the statistics you beat the statistics bro hey, they said i wasn't gonna make it past 25 i'm alive like let's go man it's a blessing hey. it's a blessing to age every year bro and and, and it was it a, is. Most hey, definitely. Man. and i gotta say i remember last year on my birthday when i turned 26 I got posted on my Instagram. I was like, in year 26, you're gonna see more of this. And it was like, or it was our first oh, picture in our in our first shirts. And I was looking, I was like, dang, oh. bruh. Like Dang, that's right, huh? That's yeah. right, huh? So we really did. We we put in work this year, you know. It was a great year. But then you just gotta keep on doing it. And that's what's hard. Like you gotta do it again, bro. So, you know, hopefully 28. Not even hopefully. 20 by the time I get 28, bro. <laughs> There's gonna be some advancements with the two black runners in the running report, and I'm happy that everyone listening right now, y'all have been here for the journey, so y'all know what I'm talking about, which is cool. Yeah, most definitely appreciate all of you guys, uh, especially the past two weeks. I've been getting a lot of love from people, just people I've been seeing around the city and everything like that, and just people have been saying like, "Man, I love what you guys have done doing like with the baton talk and everything at Prefontaine Classic." I really do appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Like, it really does mean a lot. Like, we put a lot of effort into this, and I wish I could even put even more effort into what we do. I want to pump out more stuff and more stuff. But I'm just glad that you guys are able to enjoy the content when the content comes out. So that's basically just say that like more content is definitely coming. I'm trying to get more into the schedule, especially for this fall and just want to give you guys more content because with cross country coming around the corner it's going to be a little dead and then with the marathon season coming around too there's a lot of stuff that can definitely be done and we got world championships coming up next year like we got a lot of stuff we trying to do over yeah. here at the runner report so really just get excited sit back get your popcorn ready because we're going to be trying to become every single tuesday but sometimes we gonna miss but like just follow us on instagram keep keep up make sure you watch on youtube and keep up because stuff is going to be popping up every single time you get a chance to be honest hey man and if y'all haven't already make sure y'all go out and get the running report tees you know the link is on the instagram and in, in the bio go get the tees off the harrier these are limited edition they're no longer will be on sale after october and we have a couple more left so if you haven't already make sure you get your for the culture tea for those that have already got those we truly do appreciate that all of that money really goes back into just supporting us, making more t-shirts, helping us get out to trips, helping us come yeah. out with like just more things for the running report, helping us get better equipment, better, better mics, better cameras, all of that. So to everyone that has already purchased the running report tee, we truly do appreciate y'all. But yeah, they're they're coming off the site. 
once October hits, and we ain't really remaking these. So, so the end of end of September they're gone. That's what you're saying. My bad. Yeah, the end of September they're gone. So that's about y'all got like two weeks to get them. So go go get them and thank you because that's gonna help us. Like I said, we're gonna have better mm -hmm. mics, better cameras, traveling to meet, to all of those things. That's what it's gonna go to. So we do appreciate y'all for supporting us there. And over these past two weeks, we were gone. Like we had some plans. We had some plans for the pop, but they fell through. Aaron's birthday was celebrated. And low-key, kind of like for Aaron's birthday present, bro. Like one of his favorite runners got a big payday. A big payday. <laughs> we don't know exactly what the money was, but Cole Hawker, man. This dude, we already know Aaron Potts, Super Hot Potts, a Cole Hawker stand. Signs with Nike. Going pro with Nike. The dude that should Centro finished fifth at the Olympic Games, ran what a 331 out there, only 19 years, 20 years old, did some amazing things this past year from Cole Hawker. Definitely like the love of Eugene right now, and especially in Indiana where he's from as well. But bro, Aaron, what was just your we weren't we weren't on air for this. So what were just your feelings when you found out that Cole Hawker signing with Nike? Forgo, hey. he forgoed his rest of his years at Oregon and just went ahead and just said, Let me go all in. Let me go all you know, in with Nike. You know, like Cole Hawker did, you know, he he, he did it in style too. I, I love the Instagram post he made. Had 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 the Kanye, had Kanye on there. That, that was hard. Had the Donda, Donda. He had the Dot the Donda album playing while he was ready. Speech to the young. <laughs> that was hard to be honest like what's really crazy right now is really like we really are seeing like this changing of the guard you know in track and field and it's just cool you know after this i remember this time last year we heard about cooper tier and cole hawker like running some 1200 meter like time trial and running like crazy times and like now fast forward this dude got six at the olympics he won NCAAs. He ran 350 in a mile. And now he's on top of the world. Like, he is the favorite. You know, we were saying, like, when I said he was a favorite back then, it was crazy, but he is now the favorite it's in the real world. now. Like, he is the. He oh, wait, the wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you talking about for for US? That's what you're saying? No, I'm talking about for the US, bro. Yes. Okay, for okay, me. okay. I was just making sure, bro. <laughs> right, I was I'm making sure. sure. I think talking about, yeah. about the world. Okay, bro. Okay, okay. Hey, That's cool. Yeah. Most we ain't there yet, but we getting there. We getting okay. there. We ain't there most yet, definitely. but we getting there. I'll tell you in about in, in about three or two months, I'll let you know if he's the favorite <laughs> in the world. Right now, we're the favorite in the US though. We we on our way though. <laughs> All right, most definitely, most definitely. But I think it's just crazy too, because remembering back when I was in high school. Uh, the year after I left, that's when Cole Hawker like really took off that senior year, and he finished second at NXN, and then he finished, uh, then he won Foot Locker, and then now to see like we thought like his first year at Oregon like he would really like take off, but then COVID happened in that track season, and then now they're just right when he was able to really like get on the track to see him do all these great things. It's it's tight to be able to see these people that I was able that are close to my age and follow their journey a little bit and be like, see how much they improved. It's, it's motivating, it's motivating, like for sure, for sure. So congrats to Cole Hawker. We hope to have you on the pod one day. My guy, I think it'll definitely happen. But yeah. something else that happened in these past two weeks as well, when we were on the air, you're riding the goose. Somebody else who was in college this past year from Notre Dame, finished second place to Cole Hawker at the NCAAs, has the NCAA record in the 1500 meters. On the Running Effect podcast, he announced that he's gonna stay with Notre Dame. 
he announced that he's staying with Notre Dame. I believe he still has cross-country eligibility left. And he said that there's no reason why Notre Dame can't beat NAU this year. He's Ooh. coming with the smoke. Yari Nagusa and Dylan Jacobs are coming with the smoke this Ooh. year for the NCAAs. And you know, over here, we low-key we low low NAU stands. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I root uh -oh. for NAU. I root for NAU. My brother went there. You feel me? Caleb went to NAU. So we got to root for that. But like, what are you just thinking about Yari Nagusa going back to Notre Dame for, I guess, to finish up his eligibility and just this claim that, like, they gonna beat NAU. That's what basically he said. That's what he said. Hey, man, and, and let's just say this. I mean, last year, too, a lot of people were kind of sleeping on Notre Dame and Yared because when you think about it last year, what place did they end up finishing at NCAAs? Second place. All like, came in. Top five had, like, a... They had at least about a 12-second, like, range, too. Yes, so they finished second place at NCAAs last year which was a weird year like Oregon didn't like for example like Oregon they didn't even participate and a lot of teams didn't so we didn't really think anything big about it we're like whatever but then Yarek comes out and we're like oh shoot like in the track season he went off so there's something in that program that they are actually doing right because if your top guy is Yarek Nagus I, I, of course like he's talented and he was an NCAA cha champion before that but like if your top guy is like making like Olympic teams and y'all getting second at NCAAs, like y'all really are right there. So I don't think yeah. that that claim is really like that cocky to say, like, why would he believe not? It's like, yo, who on your team better than me? <laughs> true, like, true. What's good? It's gonna be, it's gonna be hard to dethrone NAU though. I'm still predicting that they're gonna get it done. I think this dude, Nico Young, is, I think it's gonna be Nico Young versus, honestly, it's gonna be crazy. Connor, I didn't know Connor Mance has another year. I'm hey, all like, wait, hold on. Avdi. Don't forget about Avdi Hamid. That's true. Avdi That's Hamid might be up there. How old is this man, Connor Mance, bro? Mance to make him dance. Come on, man. Bro, like, he I, just had a, he probably the same age as me, bro. <laughs> nah, I, I feel bad. I don't wanna roast the man, but you know. No, Connor Mance is nice, though. It's going to be interesting. Cross country is always interesting. Love to see it happen. But let's not forget, bro, track still isn't over. Like, technically, it's got over now. We had the last, like, continental gold tour meet. So track and field is kind of, like, finally done. We'll see. But Trayvon Bromel basically said track and field ain't over. Came out, ran a 9.76 and 100. Sixth fastest performer all time in the event, bro. Like, I know we're not supposed to like we're supposed to be journalists and everything like technically we're like podcast hosts like we should be biased and some people's success shouldn't make us more happy than other people's success you know what i mean like we should be biased in that way but i don't know aaron i'm i'm really happy for trayvon Bromel right now like it feels like the it feels like the colts just won the super bowl for me a little bit like i don't know why i just feel really happy that trayvon Bromel it was able to end the season with a bang especially having the world lead number six all time like it's just I don't know. It's really happy to see Trevor Bromel succeed and like do what he wants to do, like for sure, and run good overseas. Like, come on, it's, it doesn't it feel good, bro. It feels good. I mean, he's a great dude, and he's out there, you know, just pushing a very positive message, you know, and to just see like all the injuries that he's came back with, and yes, then, like, yes, the yes. Big, he had a big disappointment. He didn't even make the final at the Olympics, but then to come back, you know, it's bittersweet. But to come back, you know, end of the year, run a nine seven six, like nine seven is no joke, bro. Like. Like you said, that's top six all time. So we really, they downplaying this, bro. I really feel like they're downplaying. Like, I think we're not, but like, I feel like, I don't know, 976 is fast, bro. Bolt really spoiled us for sure. Yeah, 95 is different. But 
976 is crazy and now i mean i feel like Bromel, he has so much hype going into the olympics but did a very disappointing race and you know didn't didn't do as well as he wanted so i think people the focus shifted to curly and now with him running this 976 it's like it's super exciting to me going into the world championship with mm -hmm. coleman coleman returning uh curly curly doing his thing and we have when we have um Brumel who ran 976 so like it's gonna be a battle we still can't forget about marvin bracy who just ran who ran 986 to trains with Brumel. and then we still got um ronnie baker as well and galefsi so like there is michael you know, norman and dude what is michael norman gonna do he ran some hundreds at the end of the year is he gonna do the same know. thing as curly what is he what is he gonna do so I think there is a, I mean, there's a, been a lot of focus on the women as there should be, because, you know, Carrie, that's the girl, you know, she's that girl, she's that girl. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of focus there, but there are some great storylines that are, that are developing on the men's side as well. And I'm excited to see how fast they push each other. I'm excited to see, you know, it's going to be honestly like this good versus evil, but then also like curly, crazy sprinter uh storyline that we're gonna that we're gonna see as we get closer to the world championship so it's gonna be super interesting to see the men's hundred like yeah i think it's gonna become back i think the men's hundred is gonna resurge as a as a glory event this year i feel like it really wasn't but like if, yeah but if you're telling me if the lineup at, at world champ i'm not world champs at um usa's it's like you have curly on the line michael norman marvin bracy Trayvon Bromel, Christian Coleman, Ronnie Baker. Imagine that six lanes. Noah Lyles. Noah Lyles. Like, bruh, create Cravion, Gillespie. Like, if that if that's the final at USA, yeah. it's like all those people are all seven, those eight people are all like stars in their own right. So that's super, that's super exciting to see. And you know, hopefully. Well, you know, in that four by one, we should get it together and we should get that done. I don't even want to talk about that. We should get the like, dub. Come on. Should... Just, tr just train, man. Just practice. Let's practice the stick a little bit. Like, come on, man. We got like... Coleman. We got Coleman, Bromel, Curly, and Bracy. I don't. Or Baker. Yeah. Whoever you want to put on there. Like, bro, there's no excuse. Like, we gonna win. I go. Just I got confidence. We gonna win, bro. We gonna win. I know we can win. We just gotta practice though. We gotta practice. But also what I do recommend too, especially if you live, if you live in Southern California, go to the Woodbridge Invitational next year. Like for sure, you need to go to Woodbridge. I know Mount Sac's all that and we are gonna be at Mount Sac. We are gonna make something happen. We are gonna be there. And we weren't at Woodbridge. I was at Woodbridge. Aaron wasn't at Woodbridge. Cause it's low key, it's, li it's literally Woodbridge is two miles from, well, my parents' house where I live, where Aaron used to live. It's two miles from my house. So like I have, I have to go there. I have to go there. One of the, the biggest uh, cross country meet in the nation went to Woodbridge last night, bro. And we gotta talk about this, bro. You live in Southern California, you gotta go next year because Leo Young is coming back. He's gonna be back at Woodbridge next year if everything goes right. He This year though, he broke his older brother, Nico Young, you heard of that dude, broke his three mile national record of 1339, running at 1338. And his three teammates finished all right behind him. That's, That's Newberry Park finishing one, two, three, and four. They averaged 1354 as a team, the fastest team time in history. That's crazy.
for a three-mile course, bro. We are watching the greatest high school cross-country team of all time. I don't even care if it's the beginning bro. of the season. We can overreact to all we want, but they have four Nico Youngs, Aaron. And and the crazy thing about it is, like, yeah, you know, their team is just made up of two families. It's literally let's the coach struck gold with these two amazing gene pools in this family. Like you got twin brothers on the team, and then you got brothers that are a year apart with Aaron and Aaron Sol Solomon and Colin Solomon. I don't know if that's how you say their is that how you say their last names. I believe uh, so. I believe so. But yeah, to have them, they're a year apart, and then you got twins. Like, bruh. And when you and that and and it's the and, I, and we were talking about this before. I believe like who changes the culture on a high school team is the families. It's the families that come in there and they change the, the tone. Yeah, the generation and they change the tone and they step it up. Like, yo, we want to be great. We want to be this good. And then when you have an older brother like Nico Young, who already set that example, you know, the younger brothers they're gonna go destroy you. You know. And they, I'm sure, I'm sure Lex is texting Nico right now and be like, bro, I'm better than you. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the, the crazy thing too is I was talking to Coach O, if you guys ever watched their running report monthly, he was at the meet with me too. And we were talking it up and chopping it up. And he was saying the example of like, cause on, uh, this also the preface this there's a video hd runners on youtube y'all should follow them and check them out they do a series with like prep couch track talking about like newberry park's journey and basically they spent a day there like for their uh they, they spend a month in altitude training in big bear and like i think it was leo or it was lex young talking about it. it's like yeah we want to have four nico youngs on our team like that was their goal and they obviously already achieved that with their first race and they also wanted to break the record like the course record for every single race that they go to they're already doing all these things that they're talking about and beginning of this season but the fact that they have four nico youngs and the reason why i feel like this is so great and while i was talking to, Co to coach o about it like he feels like nico young could have ran faster when he was when in high school but the reason he wasn't able to do that is because only person he really had to train with was jace was Jace Ashbrenner. Mm. That's the only person that he could really chain with. And I think Nico definitely had gaps on Jace. But now that Leo, Lex, Aaron, and Colin are able to train with four people, basically at the same speed, but at the same speed is under 14 minutes and close to the fastest ever, like ever yeah. for three miles. Like that's insane, bro. We were That's watching great the greatest point. high school team of all time. Like we, we were, we were like, oh, Nico, Nico and Jace, the greatest one-two punch. I remember saying that on Running Report. We got the greatest one-two-three-four combination of all time. Nobody is stopping Newberry Park. Hey, we just got a witness. Let's we give roses to and 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 let's give roses. You know, I talked about the families, but let's give roses to Nico and Jace for changing that program. They laid the foundation for that whole entire team. You know. And they they really took it to a whole nother level, bro. So yeah. shout out shout out to them, man. Good luck and, to and Bronson and, and, and Bronson. Bronson, Sean Bronson and his wife as well. They the head coaches. Yeah, power bro. couple. That's they a do power have, couple. They doing something special, something special down there. So it's gonna be super dope to see everything they do, to see how they do at NXN, like what kind of records they set there. Um, this is I gotta this, ask. this is reminiscent of, of that team. What was that team, the homie that's on BYU now? Oh, American Fork. Oh my gosh, remember they had that four by a mile? They're gonna like, be faster than that. They're gonna be oh faster. Oh my God. They're gonna have three, they're gonna, bro, 
Hold on. I'll, we clip this. Clip this. Clip this. Oh my. At Arcadia. They're going to run the. Actually, they may not. No, they're going to run the 4 by mile. They low key may not. They may just all run the 32. But I don't know. Let's say they run the 4 by mile. If they run a 4 by mile, both, they man. will all be under 407. Oh my gosh. That's not even fair, bro. They'll that's, all be under 407. That's sick. That's disgusting. Yes. Hey, but one more thing and then we'll move on. Cause I think we're low-key just nerding out on California cross country. But we have low-key some more cross country stuff to talk about real quick. But like, what do you think they will run next? Cause last year, well, in 2019, when Nico was running, he ran at Woodbridge and then he went to Fresno and like was trying to break Herman Fernandez's uh, Clovis? record. Yeah, Clovis. That's where he went to go run next at Clovis Invite. But with now that Mount Sac is gonna be for CIF, like their way to uh, they get the NX in, they have to run at Mount Sac. Do you think they'll go to Mount Sac and try and break Austin Tamagno's course record, break the team time record, and just like destroy sweepstakes? Like, oh, how do no. you think? Because you, you gotta, they, you gotta Nico Sack. didn't Nico didn't break Ramon Fernandez's record. So no, you gotta go to Mount Sac. You gotta go to Mount Sac because like that is the biggest cross country meet. Like in the world you know yeah and it's just like you gotta set all the set every single record set the individual record set the team record you know you, you gotta do it because you're not gonna do it at cif at cif you're gonna jog and you're just gonna win like yeah you go exactly. to mount sac and you destroy everything that's what i would that'll be mount sac will be two weeks before uh nxn so i that's doubt you, they'll run fast there and that's how you get noticed. I mean, everyone well, yeah, knows them. That you gonna get more on the map for that than breaking like the Clovis record, because like everyone knows Mount Sac. And you know, you know what they say: the the Mount Sac record is soft. That's what they say. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. That's what some people say. So hey, hey, some people don't get that. The real ones will get that. The real yeah. ones will get that. <laughs> And Loki is soft though. Let's be honest. It's Loki. I mean, we'll stop. We'll get off it. We'll get off it. We'll get off it. So cross country coming back. We made like this video a long time ago, but I, we really gotta address it now on the podcast, bro. Like we ran cross country. I started running cross country when I believe was I was twelve years old. When did you start running cross country, Aaron? Shoots, like ten. Ten. I don't. I don't yeah, even and know. Started later than me. And we went through high school. Ran some in college as well uh it was never really our favorite thing but we're around it and being two black runners in the sport we we've addressed this before it's different it's different for us and i'm just saying going into this cross country season something's got to change bro there's there are four things that i do not want to see this cross country season like for real aaron i'm tired of it actually i got five i just remembered one that i want to put on here uh i just remembered one that i want to put on here right now but the first thing is no more diving into the water pits. Actually, no more water. Why are there water pits in cross country? Why are there? Why are we running on courses with a whole bunch of mud and like just water just everywhere? Like there should not be a big puddle it's not in funny. the middle of my three mile. Like for real, definitely don't dive in it. Like, You're not on, funny. You're not funny, bro. Tell them, bro. Stop Tell doing them. it for the TikTok. Stop doing it for the gram. Go run your race. For real. What are you doing? Try. Why are you doing? Get a scholarship. Race? Get a scholarship. Why you doing backflips into the water in the middle of a race, bro? Cannonballs. Cannonballs, bruh. Come on, man. Come on. It ain't funny. Stop. Another thing I don't want to see this year, bruh. No more of these like challenges that involve like dancing and porta potties, bruh. Like, come on. 
Come on, like we already know cross country runners, we weird and we awkward. Like, come on, we ain't, cause we two like runners. But we know, we know, we know they be weird and awkward. You feel me? So we don't need to be doing all that dancing. Like, let's chill out with I'm the, sorry. Y'all like, sorry. Hey, the challenge in the porter body too. How many people? How many cross country runners can we fit in a hey, porter hey, body? Hey. <laughs> come on, Aaron. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you take that threat. I, I that's a Caucasian thing. That's all I gotta <laughs> say about that. I, I'm oh. sorry. Uh, why are you stuffing it's, yourself into a porta potty? Come on, man. It's not cool if you can fit 16 cross country runners to a porta potty. It's just weird. It's just weird. I don't want to be that team. I don't want to be that team. I don't. If that was my team, if that was my team, bro, I may leave. I may leave. I may have to transfer the next day. I may gotta transfer the same thing. Also, one thing. This low key guy just personal to me. And a little bit of advice to all the cross country runners out there too. And especially you too, you people out there too that be doing your daily runs, your ultras, everything like that. This season, bro, don't be a slave to your Garmin. Run off how you feel. Mm. If you gotta run six miles this day and the watch says 5.94 and you're back at your destination, just stop. You don't gotta run in circles. What about Strava though, bro? Come on, man. What about Strava? Come on, man. Strava. What about Strava? That could be that could that could be your caption right there. Don't be a slave to their garment, bro. And, and preach the message, preach the gospel hashtag, to the people. Liberate no, yourself hashtag, from the garment. Hashtag no slaves on Strava. Another thing too that I've been seeing low key low key frustrates me, but it, it's all right. It's all right in some some situations, but low key it frustrates me. I'm like, why is this happening? Another thing that I don't want to see this cross country season. No, no more compression shorts under your short shorts. Right, let's embrace it. Let's embrace the split shorts, the short One shorts. One or the other. One or the other, okay? You can't be having, it don't look cool. It look weird. <laughs> it, it do. Look weird. It do. Like, come on, man. Like, choose, choose a side. Don't be afraid to show your thighs. Man, just tan them. What about the thighs? No, just kidding. Thighs, thighs. You could tan, you could, you could, I had a dude, he was from the, the mountains of Caucasus, you feel me? What? Caucasus. You know, <laughs> never seen that? I don't know what you're talking about. You never seen that with, with Cat Williams? And he's all like, that is not my child. He's from the mountain of Caucasus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I know homie. He would go outside and he would tan his body before cross country races. I know that ain't smart, no, but he not, knew sorry. he got the tan. He had to tan his thighs beforehand. Hey man, make sure you, that you look good, feel good. You feel me? Yeah, don't be ashamed of your tan lines. I mean, that this is that that's another Caucasian problem though. I don't know know about that, but don't be afraid. Like no shame, bro. Embrace it. Just do your thing. We all here to compete. You know. Last one. Uh, this is something that definitely has, hasn't been a problem to me. But I'm seeing it, seeing it around, especially in just like the Midwest community, I would assume, and just the East Coast. Like, can we stop having cross-country courses where deers can be present? Like, this is this is the issue. We had about four years ago, the dude got ran over by a deer. I just seen it recently that another deer was at a cross-country course and almost hit a kid. Like, this is why are we doing this to ourselves? We're endangering these kids. You feel me? And we gonna like these deers are really out here. They're savages trying to tackle children. Let's let's stop this. We don't need to see this anymore in cross country season. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that life, but I thought they got guns out there, so y'all need to get to work. I just wanna, <laughs> I wanna see a deer about to run out and somebody just pull out that bop bop, just hit that bop before I get down, you know, and then that's dinner. But those are five things that we don't wanna see this cross country season or this fall. Y'all bro, try and follow these guidelines and you'll have a good cross country season. Let's stop this, spread the word, spread the gospel, liberate these people from these cross country hardships. And let's, let's have a good cross country season this year. Shout out to all the kids out there. Shout out to Norco High School. You feel me? That's where we'll be getting down, the Foss family. Uh, but also on the podcast, we got to address some things that are going on on the running report. Some new things, especially on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to give this a big thumbs up. We would really appreciate that. And if you can comment down below as well, that would be even better, especially. But if you're listening on the podcast, especially on the Apple Podcast, leave a review, uh, rate the podcast. Anything that you can do helps to make sure to just keep on pushing this podcast out forward for more people and can recognize it and can see it and get recommended and all that great stuff. But what's new on RR is our Baton Talk series. We did a lot of interviews at the Prefontaine Classic, still going through and editing all of those questions that we got. And we have at least like three or four, I actually, I think three or two more videos left from our Baton Talk series. If you haven't checked that out yet, you need to check that out on YouTube like right now. But the one that just came out was talking about who has the biggest bag in track and field. And when we refer as bag, we're talking about like who has the most range, who can go out there and just pick out any bag, like a 400, a 800, and a 15, just out of their bag and be able just to go out there and really compete at any single event. And one of the biggest winners was definitely Safan Usan, who can really medal from the, from the 800 to the half marathon which is kind of insane i don't know people were even saying the marathon i don't know about that but I won't, I won't go there i won't go there but i gotta ask you aaron who in track and field right now has the biggest bag bro i gotta go with fred curly man i think this was his first year seeing him in the hundred and he got second at the olympics you know on the biggest stage clutchness and i think that now that he's tried it and he was successful He's, he's had to figure it out. He can now he could he can medal on the four. He can medal on the two. Like I think he's gonna get better at the two hundred. He's gonna be on the four by one. I think that he is our sprinter. He is our he is our number one all around sprinter. If there was a ranking system, I would put him at top. And it's crazy because he gets forgotten. You put Lyles above him. You're gonna put Norman above him. You're gonna put Coleman above him. Heck, we had Trayvon before him too. But I gotta give Curly his flowers, bro. Like, and, and I wanna say Grant Holloway too. We don't get to see him featured in those events, but you know, yeah, yeah. if he was on the four by one, he would kill it. Like, you know, there's and so much. There's so much he could do, but I'm gonna give it to Curly because he's actually like setting out and doing these things. And he's gonna be the one, he's the one repping America right now. Like really though, like in the sprints like that. They're, you know what I'm it's saying? On the men's side, at least, but. I feel like it's gonna be him over the next couple of years, bro. Is Fred Curley gonna be the, or is this, is Fred Curley gonna be the closest thing we get to Carl Lewis? Because we have like Jerry on Lawson who also does like the 100 and the long jump, but he hasn't been up to that because he was out serving suspension and everything like that. But do you think with Fred Curley doing all these events that he's gonna be the closest thing that we get to Carl Lewis until we get somebody out there actually running like the one, two, four by one and long jump? What? I don't, I, I don't know. I'd be curious <laughs> to see like, what is he going to do? Like, cause I feel like what he, what he's going to compete in at Worlds is going to depend on the scheduling. 
So it is possible, like, we could see him doing a, a 100, 400 double, which you never see. Cause like, he's someone too that could do, let's say he does the one and the two. And instead of being on the four by one, he's on the four by four. Or what if he does both? Like, he could have been on the four by four this year. Like, honestly, it's kind of, you could even, you could even say it's surprising he wasn't on the four by four. Cause he's definitely, even though he's training, he has the strength. So he, he didn't yeah. go split a 43 bro or a 44 low. Could, yeah, he, obviously. I think so. Yeah, that's his event, bro. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with the boring answer of Safanasan. It's obvious, like I said, she can pretty much if she really wanted to, she can medal from the 800 to the half marathon at least. She has the hour world record as well, which is a wild stat, but it's still out there. She still has to proven herself as like how great she is in the 5,000 yet, but we know eventually she's gonna get to that. I mean, I mean, I've proven herself like, she's not like the greatest yet. She hasn't got that record. She like, won she hasn't, though. She hasn't got that record though. I think that's what she wants though. You feel me? Yeah. She's like. She went out there, Eugene, like she didn't get the record and stuff. And then she tried again. Like, I think she still hasn't proven herself in that area of like how good she could be in the 5K. Yeah, yeah, the time. But like, and everything else, like she's, that's the only thing she hasn't done. You feel me? Like got the world record in that. She has the mild world record, got the world record for the 10,000, like for a couple days. She's battling then, being called, she's battling being called the GOAT though. Like she's on a whole nother level. Like she's trying to be the greatest distance runner ever, not just, not woman distance runner like ever period. almost definitely like that's the that's the stuff that she's doing so she 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 different bruh <laughs> and then another uh video that we had that was actually included in our biggest bag video was who has the biggest black air force one energy in track and field and we gotta ask this question first aaron who do you think has the biggest Black Air Force energy? Or do you want to explain that for the people too? Because <laughs> some people may not know what Black Air Force energy is, but the culture, they know, they know. I mean, come on, Black Air Force One energy. It's like, y'all don't know nobody that wear Black Air Forces? <laughs> like, if you do, you know, but they just different. They, they, they're a little aggressive. They, they got a killer mind. They got that, that, killer, that killer instinct. They don't care. They're a little extra. They like Chalimo. You know, they like that. Like, why you always throwing shots? Yeah, you wildin', you wildin', you know what I'm saying? I don't know, for me though, yeah, I'm, I'm actually gonna say it's you, bro, Chalimo, bro. This dude, this dude <laughs> literally, like some of the spinners, like y'all don't know this, but this dude Chalimo be wildin'. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was wearing black Tims to attract me. That dude be wildin', bro. He always wants smoke, whatever, he could get it. Just, I'm going go with Fred Curley too. Fred Curley especially, I think, has the most Black Air Force One energy. Just like what Rachel McCoy said, if I could picture anybody in Black Air Forces, I think it would be Fred. Shakari is definitely a close second as well. Shakari Richardson. And then I would say, uh, who was I? Oh, I forgot. I totally blanked on the other person I was thinking. But those two are for sure. Like, no Loki has some Black Air Force One energy, but like until they start talking, Shelby Houlihan, like, let's be honest, like, when she was, like, in college, before, like, you could see her personality just on the line, Shelby Houlihan got some Black Air Force I mean, Centro, Centro kind of got a little Black Air Force One energy, too. Like, if you get a little... <laughs> no, you don't no, think... no, 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 yeah, 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 on, yes. on, social, on social, on social. On yeah, social. yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be quick to respond. He'd be quick yeah. to respond. And, and he like always that. throws shade. He be throwing like low key shade, bro, and stuff too, though. 
That's true though. Like if 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 there is fouls or like if there is fouls or flags in uh track and field, Central would definitely be clapping in, in Craig Angle's face. You feel me? Like oh, Craig, yeah. <laughs> he would be clapping in Craig Angle. Like if, if they're on the line and Craig Angle's got this qualified or something, and he had to walk off the track. This dude would probably be clapping as Craig Angle's walked off the track, bro. Oh, for sure, right? He's that yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's yeah, a funny. little bit. They got a little bit of that that black Air Force One energy. I bet he would agree with that too. He would agree with that too. But also, dude, with Marvin Bracy, you talking about the black the the black uh, the black Tims as well showing up to attract me. That kind of went popular on Twitter and social media. But I have to ask, with Marvin Bracy, all the success that he had this year in the hundred after missing that Olympic team, there were so many people just like that. Like Kate Grace ran like seven one fifty sevens after she missed the Olympic team this year. Josette Norris went out there break broke uh, four minutes in the 15 running 359 and as well she uh, finished second third place in the 1500 at the Diamond League final Shamil Little ran a number five all-time in the 400 meter hurdles for women who do you what athlete impressed you the most that didn't make the U.S. Olympic team this season during the Diamond League the Continental Gold Tour after the Olympics which athlete impressed you the most so hard because all those people you named killed it bro they all killed it. I'm gonna say Kate Grace. I'm gonna say Kate Grace. Running 157 over and over so many times, it shows her strength. Um, it shows how competitive she is. And I mean, it shows that it's not a fluke, you know, obviously. It's like, so she's gonna be like, she's a serious contender to take. And our women's 800, our team is, is so fire. Ajay, Ajay, a thing, um, and Raven. That's such a fire team, bro. And then you insert Kate Grace. It's like, who's gonna make the team? Someone is gonna get, someone is gonna someone get. Someone has to get left off. Yeah, and whether it's like, yeah, like Kate Grace, like she, she's qualified enough to be like, yeah, she got left off. It was like, oh, she just lost. Like, she's someone that would have been there and would have competed well and could have potentially have gotten a medal, bro. That's, that's how good she. That's how good she is. Like, so, I'm super uh, curious to see, like. I don't know what is her PR in the 15 though, because like, with that 50, with Shelby gone, you know, Josette Norris has emerged. I mean, Kate Grace, like, I feel like she could Ellie, win a Ellie Pierre, Ellie Pierre, but I feel like Josette and like, I feel like they're gonna be right there. There's gonna be a lot of women in that mix. So, I don't know. I I just feel like that one is. I feel like those. I feel like uh, Kate Grace has a lot of impact on her event. So I'm curious to see what happens. Uh, I want to say, uh, oh, her PR is 401 in the 15. So she okay. lucky right there. Oh no, she ran, she ran that. Oh, she just ran that. She literally just ran that on uh, this past week. Her last Diamond League race, she ran 401. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. She can definitely, she's definitely right there to break in four minutes in the 15. But I want to say, uh, a little bit of me is saying Marvin Bracey, but the reason I'm not gonna say Marvin Bracey because he did run super fast, just even just right after the Olympic trials and like when he came back out off of like how he pulled up at the at the trials, but like it's just the fact that he was running so fast before then. Like he was all like, oh, he ran that nine eight in the beginning of the season. I was like, oh, he's gonna be there, and then he didn't make it. But we knew like he was gonna be able. We knew he could bounce back to this form. I feel like with Josette Norris, like I wasn't really thinking that she could run three fifty nine to fifteen. Like she was improving so much this season, yeah. but like she, I believe, uh, like two weeks out, she ran like four oh six. 
406 or like 407 in the 15 and like right oh maybe she just doesn't have the wheels for it and then they come out at the sunset tour and run that 359 it's all like dang like we really she her range like her potential is her ceiling is so high. Like, I don't know what she can do in these next couple years. She has so much more room to still keep on growing. And I think this is really just her first time going overseas, to be honest, and to be able to come out second place in Diamond League, a third place in Diamond League against like some of the best women ever of Safana San and Faith Kipyegon is really big for her. So she, yeah, she really impressed me, I would have to say. Yeah, for most sure. definitely. Most definitely. It it's just interesting, especially it's interesting with the women, just because with Shelby being gone, there's like a lot of opportunities there and the 15 and and also our mid distance. I mean, 800, you see how amazing we are right now. So it's like, can we catch up with the rest of the world? I think we can. Um, it's going to be telling this year at, at USA's. For sure, for sure, absolutely. But that's pretty much all we got for y'all. We're gonna close out real quick, but we have some few things to hit on before we get out of here. The first one is that we need some guests for Two Black Runners, bro. We need some guests. We definitely got some ideas, but we wanna hear from you guys for sure. Uh, so who do you guys want for a Two Black Runners podcast? We'll probably clip this on Instagram or on Twitter for you guys can comment down below as well. But we'll make it even better if you could comment on YouTube. Who do you want to see next on Two Black Runners podcast? Or rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and leave who you think would be a great guest to listen to the Two Black Runners podcast. Also, it just shows to you uh, that you also listen to this far in. So we'd really appreciate it if y'all give like that insight real quick. I would, I would appreciate that y'all listen this way. Like now if no one does it, a little key feel kind of bad, no cap, but hey, it's cool. It's cool. Who do you want to see, Aaron? Do you have anybody on your mind that you want to see soon before the year's out? I mean, who I want to see is this boy, Rage Take. Y'all need to go check out Rage Takes on YouTube. This guy has some really good insight. He's really in tune with the athletes. And yeah, he's just a very entertaining individual. I think we should have him on the podcast. I don't know how Joshua feels about it, but I think, is this our invitation, right? Should we make this our invitation, hey, right? Raise take, man. Raise take. We would love we to have you on the pod. I want to hear your story, man. I like some of the stuff you stand for too. And I, I yeah, bro. I, I we need a collab. We need a collab. Come through. Come come through, man. Said from two black to three black runners. Let's make it happen. I'm down. I'm with it. I'm with it. We can do that. We can do that. It'll be an interesting conversation for sure. For sure. But also, as we close out the podcast, I got, we got to give our condolences to Ida Keeling and her family, the woman who competed in the 100-meter dash at 102 years old, just passed away at 104. She's the only person to ever complete 100 meters at 100 years old on a professional, like, and at a competition at the pin relays. She did that back in 2018. A great moment. And I want to especially do this, too, because I remember when we, like, reposted that happened, that, like, really uh, took off our first Instagram like reposting that. So that was a special moment. Just like, oh, dang, like I wanted to really repost that. I want to really repost that and make that a post and really like honor her because that was an amazing moment. It's something that I will forever remember from watching back to the pin relays. And I think that's just a, such a great thing about track and field and running just in general to have like those great iconic moments. Like there's the same bolt uh, breaking the tape at Beijing in 2008. And right next to that as well, there's Ida Keeling, uh, 102 years old, running the 100 meter dash in a minute and 17 seconds. Like that's crazy. That That's that's insane, Aaron. So I have to, I have to give my condolences to her, to the Keeling family for sure. 
Yeah, condolences for sure. I wish that someone would have been amazing to, to talk to. Um, and I'm sure it would have provided us with a ton of motivation too. But condolences to her. I mean, that's crazy. You know, it sounds like she lived a beautiful life to make it past 100 and to still be active is definitely a blessing, something I, I would love to have in my life. So yeah, it, it is crazy, RIP. Yeah, most definitely. And let's move on to last thing we got on the schedule before we get out of here is like, let's still represent these women out here. Go sis, go watch Sisters on Track. Go watch Sisters on Track on Netflix. We want to do a podcast on this and really like review it. So we're telling you now before we do a podcast on it and really spoil everything in the movie. But you want to really dissect that Sisters on Track is a documentary on Netflix, really following the life of three sisters and their journey of a coming to age story of their life in uh, club track and field through their journey of just being on the Sports Illustrated Kids of the Years, living like being homeless and getting a home from Tyler Perry. It's an amazing story that I think you guys should all watch if you love track and field and really get an insight of what happens in the club track scene. Because me and Aaron, we came from club track and I feel like a lot of people were on the outside looking in and really didn't get the track until they got to high school or some people even college, if that means, or they started like in middle school, they didn't get to do club. So it really gives you behind the scene look on that and just shows like how intense and serious and how impactful it is for these kids a really good watch go watch sisters on track on netflix we're gonna do a pod on it soon a podcast on it very soon it's gonna happen soon enough yeah. hopefully you won't be disappointed too it's such a, it's such an amazing story so definitely go check that out we're gonna try to do a little movie analysis for y'all we're gonna bring a special yes, guest sir. on with us too so be on the lookout for that yeah, and that's pretty much all we got here on Two Black Runners podcast. Really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you guys get a Two Black Runners shirt or Runner Report shirt for the culture tea on the Harrier. They're going to be not selling anymore online after the end of September. So you want to make sure and you get that real quick. You got anything else, Aaron, before we get out of here? No, I just appreciate everyone listening in. Uh, still rocking with us. Um, we're going to do our best to, to get y'all that content every single day single Tuesday. Uh, but as always, man, if you listen this far into the podcast, you truly are a day one homie. And we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all keep us pushing. Hey, most definitely. See y'all next week on Two Black Runners podcast. And shout out Nika Young. Shout out the Young family. Salmons, Nico yes. Young, Newberry Park. Let's get it. Bronsons. Hey, let's get them on the podcast. Bronson, get them on the pod. Hey, we we go, yeah, we could bring the whole fam. Newberry. Hey, see y'all next week. Peace, peace.